Hello. Oh. Sorry, just adjusting my volumes. <clears throat> can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, buddy. fast is it just me or no totally it's been a quick one yeah that was quick i mean i feel like i just talked to you yesterday i know so weird yeah time flies when you're having fun i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally it's just just like a blast sometimes i'm like Oh, I thought it was already Tuesday. And I was like, oh, that was last Tuesday. So this <laughs> is a different Tuesday. Dude, it's Tuesday? <laughs> no, today's Saturday. Today's Saturday, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to um, the 2020 pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Man, world is crazy, man. The world is crazy. It's going crazy, too. Yeah, particularly America. Yeah. America going off. I mean, when is it not? But America going off right now. Yeah. Yeah. So true. You know, as much as I hate to say it, and I feel for everybody that's going through it, and especially the black community and dealing with all this gnarly shit, Mm. like, so unjust and disgusting yeah terrible yeah um and it needs to change for sure absolutely but you know america do they not pride themselves on just the same thing do you know what i mean like Mm. like aren't their values exactly opposite of what they are doing kind of thing um or explain yeah i mean it, yeah, it does have to do with their values, with the whole freedom, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of bearing arms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of that. Right, right. I guess it doesn't have anything to do with racism, but it's just built into their system, their institution, and their their culture. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's part of, like, yeah, it's, like, ingrained in the lifestyle. I mean, and we're not completely free of it either, you know? Canada's got, we've got our own kind of police brutality shit, too, sometimes, so. Yeah, definitely. But particularly because of what's happening right now. Yeah. uh, Yeah, you're right, like. The George Floyd. I was, I was reading, um, there's, there's someone that I really enjoy uh, following on Instagram and I kind of I really love like what she she talks about but she was saying something like um, you know I, I was up really late last night asking myself all kinds of questions and just panicked because you know she she was asking herself questions like is racism just in the air was I just like when as soon as I was born I was, like, subject to this, um, this, like, idea because it's already been, like, it's been in the country for so long. It's been part of their social economics for so long. Uh Um, and she's just like, you know, I, 
I don't think people are just born racist, but in a way I've been exposed to those things, those ideals and those actions and those gestures since I was born. Yeah. And like that, you know, if you're told your whole life, like, no, these people are dangerous. They're bad. They're whatever you want to say about them and you're a little kid you don't know better except for you know that your mom and dad are the only people that are trying to protect you right now right Mm. like you trust what they say and she's like it's so deeply ingrained and and i i'm asking myself you know is it in the air how far in my bloodline does this go like right and and just like how how deeply rooted racism runs Mm mm-hmm and I just thought it was so interesting because it's like, it's something you don't want to be. You don't want to, well, I mean, some people want to be racist, but yeah, you know, when, when you aren't and when you want to live a very heart centered life, you ask those questions like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm, I've been part of the problem in my life without knowing it because yeah. I didn't know any better. Yeah. And that's, a, that's like, you know, that's stuff that you, you, you need to unpack too. And yeah. just know, knowing our own parts in the whole thing, right? Yeah. No, I get that for sure. So, yeah, I get what you're saying with, like, isn't that, like, like that's what they pride themselves on. And uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say with that sentiment, but. I'm ready. To, I'm ready for all of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it comes to you, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like. America prides themselves on being kind of crazy. I mean, they get so much publicity for it. Yeah. So much. I mean, and I, they're already... Yeah, oh, sorry. Cool. I think they... I mean, people... Yeah, people are upset, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh... No, you know what? That's it. I don't, I don't know what else I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's like... So it's very heavy. Yeah. You know, especially if you don't have that view of like, if you don't feel. Yeah. And we're so, we're so far separated from it. Like it's hard for us to even comprehend what's going on. Yeah. And you know what? Like I, you know, I got to understand that as a white person, I just, I will never understand. I will never, I will never fully be able to carry what they carry mm-hmm. yeah and it's true. you know like i can only lend i can lend everything else to the cause my voice like my gestures my principles things like that but it's it's so hard to watch other people be in pain and be like i can't i don't even know what that would be like as like a cultural thing or like a yeah a whole race of people you know yeah and we're so very, very lucky and privileged. Yeah. To be here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Although Canada, as you said, has its problems for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just don't. It's not as in your face. Yeah, no one exploits Canada. I mean, I'm sure. I am positive that similar things are going on. But it's like... Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're not America. America gets like it's like the center of all the media and all the mm-hmm. world's like news, basically. You know. Yeah. 
people in Canada, I find sometimes like uh, are more consumed with the American election than they are with the Canadian election. Yeah, definitely, which is not sweet. One second, that's my cat's automatic feeder. Oh, that's cool. Okay, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot to like unpack. Yeah, it is. And being up here, there's not a lot we can do. But I don't know. I f- I feel optimistic about the future because even my our generation we have way better perspective of how shit went down and we see it happening firsthand, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not firsthand, but immediately on social media, we see what's happening. Yeah, and then we take to it really yeah. quickly. We're like, yeah. oh my God, that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. So even though it is built into the system, I'm quite certain that as new generations come up seeing the injustice, mm. it will slowly start to change. I agree. I mean, I am also very optimistic. I think that, you know, we, it's true. Tw- I think, I think what happened, and obviously this is like my spiritual thing, mm-hmm. part of me saying this is like, I think what happened was the universe realized that like, we weren't going to change if it didn't erupt in our faces because humans mm-hmm. are kind of like that. We, we think we have all this power. We think we have so much control and like, we really don't, you know, mm-hmm. like life will go on without humans. The mm-hmm. earth will be okay. If we leave, Yeah, it will be better. Maybe actually. Yeah. You know, like it, it, the world, the earth doesn't need us to survive. We need it. And the the pandemic that's coming out in 2020 is labeled like COVID-19. But the pen, the biggest pandemic that I see is hatred and a lack of compassion. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think the pandemic has been for so long. And we just are waking up to all of these things. Right. Yeah. I get that. I get what you're saying. You feel me? I feel you. I feel I feel it's also as far as compassion goes for compassion for yourself. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Cuz just been grinding for so long it's going to kill you. Yeah, for sure. It's like a total awakening. Yeah. Definitely. But I see the future getting getting better, and it's going to be an interesting ride. But Me too. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But rest in peace to... George Floyd. Yeah, George Floyd. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It's, people are wild. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse you me. okay with that? Yeah. It's a little phlegmy. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what we intended to talk about today, but it's good. It's good to talk about it. Yeah. 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 I I hope that um I mean obviously Yukon and I were talking about this before, but we were talking about like having someone be on the show 
who is black, who's part of the community, who can like really speak to this. Like we have feelings about it. We, we are compassionate, kind humans, but you know, no one knows it like someone who's in it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of our, our hope is to have someone that can really speak to it with us and, and we can engage in that conversation. Yeah. You know, what's crazy to me though, is that the same thing happened with Rodney King. Mm-hmm. When was that? Nineteen seventy something. I think so. And it's like the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, has nothing changed since then? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, when you're not in the system, I feel like uh-huh. it just got really good at disguising it. Right. Right. That's good. That's a good point. There's a a good book, Born a Crime, the uh, Trevor Noah autobiography. Oh, is that really good? Yeah, so good. But he's a uh, he's from South Africa, right? And he says he prefers the racism in South Africa because it's um out in the open. Oh, interesting. Right? Okay. Okay. Whereas in America, it's like, oh no, we're not racist. But meanwhile, it's completely racist. Oh, I, you know what? I can see that. I can see that perspective. Yeah. You know, like, it's like when people, I mean, it's not the same thing, but like, you'd rather someone tell you to your face that they don't like you than pretend they don't. Right. Than, than pretend they le- love you. And then meanwhile, behind your back, they're like, yeah. being nasty. Yeah, exactly. Towards you, right? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. And then you just know where you stand, at least. And you can be like, well, fuck you, too. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, easier to divide. But, you know, things like, we're not racist, but you can't have equal opportunities. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, right. Because okay. that's, that's not racist at all. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, no, 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 it's not because no, I'm the not color racist. of your no. skin. It's just your, you know, qualifications. You'll yeah. never be able to do this job or whatever <laughs> the hell they want to fucking say. You yeah. Know? Like, it's, you're yeah. right. It is like a pattern. It's a pattern. Yeah. Messed up. Huh, okay. Well, anyways. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is just such a heavy topic it'll take forever to unpack it yeah 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 sorry i'm getting all like dark and moody yeah (laughs) no it's Uh, good to talk about for sure but um and i think that's where it starts is talking about it and and not ignoring it and Mm -hmm. pretending like oh it's just uh you know it's it happens yeah yeah no fuck that no especially if you have like the uh, like a platform to say something on or whatever just yeah talk talk about it you know open that conversation yeah man it's so backwards it's very fucking backwards yeah another good book on the topic is the malcolm x autobiography Mm. oh i love so good because you really see where he came from. He came from the South, I believe. And his dad was murdered by cops. Yeah, okay. Um, and his mom, social workers came and kept threatening to take her children away. And 
pretty much demoralized her to the point of insanity. What? So they they took her to a home and then him and his brothers and sisters had to go to foster homes. Wow. Yeah. And they, yeah. I mean, it goes on. They gaslit, like they gaslit her basically. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. (sighs) Yeah. That's something. It's so messed up. And then I could give you a quick synopsis, but he yeah, he basically he moves to New York and becomes a hustler and was a criminal for a long time, like doing house robberies and stuff, until he got arrested. And then that's when Elijah Muhammad, who was the black Muslim leader of America, started kind of making his voice heard and his siblings got involved with him. Hmm. And then he just felt this calling and had a, um, a dreamer. He saw an illusion of Elijah Muhammad and was just a dedicated member from that point on and like went straight cold Turkey on drugs and alcohol. And was just a very dedicated black Muslim. And yeah, that's interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah, and he was super powerful voice in that time, right? And calling calling it what it was, like the white devil. Mm-hmm. That was his slogan. It was like he was against the white devil. And people were like, oh, but that's so mean. It's like, but if you knew where he came from and like the shit that he went, like it's. Yeah, you'd see it that way. Yeah, exactly. Or you'd understand. Yeah. Mm. And uh, then he got so popular, right? Yeah. And. Uh, People wanted to help his cause, not just black people, but white people too, but he wouldn't let them. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, he's like, no, there's nothing you can do. Mm. Until he went to Mecca, which is the, uh, he made a pilgrimage to the, where the Muslims go to Mecca, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he saw there were a whole variety of colored people, like whites to brown to black who are all Muslims mm-hmm. worshiping the same thing, all compassionate towards each other. And then, yeah, he changed his ways a bit. And then, yeah, sadly was assassinated when he got back to America. Wow. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like, I think that those things are so interesting. Like, um, even when we're, hurting and you know uh, well in in his eyes you know keeping it to just black people was Mm -hmm. maybe protection in some ways but then having the the experience of seeing that it's not about you know divisive like dividing everyone Mm -hmm. but but actually just coming together in in that united way is just like that's i think those are so that's so powerful Mm -hmm. because we can't we can't do everything alone yeah and the more we point fingers and the more we decide that we're like we're unlike each other i mean obviously we are unlike each other in the eyes of privilege and things like that but you don't want to divide to the point where where it causes more pain, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're sure. all meat. We're all walking meat suits over here. Yeah, just big old piles of goo. 
Yeah, piles of goo. Basically water in yeah. a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think that that's a very cool um, perspective to yeah. have and to gain. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, being a white person. Like, I've often felt guilty. You know, white guilt is a thing. Yes. It's oh, like, yeah. What did I do to deserve this life? Mm-hmm. and this privilege and there's no answer really although i like what louise hay says mm-hmm, mm-hmm, my girl <laughs> yeah in her book um you can heal your life which we talked about last time yes. that i've dove into um how she says we choose our parents yeah we do which yep. is super neat i like that perspective because yeah we choose what people will help us grow and the lessons we need to learn yeah so coming from a white male perspective in that sense mm-hmm. you know there's still lessons to be learned and it probably ha- has to do with compassion and towards other people and but you know there's lots of personal things i'm unpacking for myself too so yeah there's like it's layered right there's yeah. like your your place socially and then your place independently mm-hmm. you know so that's and it's really cool yeah yeah i love that part yeah. i think everyone's just you know we we forget that we chose this but yeah here we are <laughs> right yeah, that's so neat. Mm-hmm. Should we segue? Is that a good segue? That's a great segue. Um, we will uh, not <laughs> to like silence the the important conversation that we're having, but maybe put it on a back seat. Yeah. Um, until we can really get the right yeah perspectives and yeah the right the right voice thing happening. Yeah. Yeah. So. Louise Hay. Hell yeah, right? Yeah. Dope chick. Uh, you, know what's, you know what's funny? As I was, before all this, before we started recording this next season, maybe a month or two ago, because I've been mm-hmm. reading a lot of um, psychology, and they're all men, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I need a women's perspective on the matter and like, where would I find that? And, and how would it differ? You know, because there are some differences for sure. And, you know, the male technicality versus the female empathy and connectedness, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like Louise Hay is the perfect, um, balance for me anyways right now coming from reading psychology in a very technical perspective to a more spiritual and holistic approach yeah yeah she's got a very good way of um yeah offering that you know exactly what you said having having a more holistic approach it's not just this is science and blah 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 yeah exactly 
But it is science, you know? though. <laughs> but it is total science. It's yeah. energy science. And yeah. Heck. But there, okay, so I think we talked about this last time, too, but a neuropsychologist in this article I read mm-hmm. talked about how your thoughts um, affect your beliefs. Yes. And which in turn affect your emotions. Yes. I'm going to have to read this article again. But there is a pathway, a neuro pathway that does all that. Yeah. So what Louise Hay does with her affirmations is changing the thought, which then changes the belief and your mm-hmm. emotion and then your trajectory in life, pretty much. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's 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 incredible how how closely related these like this you know something like affirmations which you know at first glance they can seem kind of like okay like yeah. whatever yeah <laughs> but when but when you like read into it you look into it you realize that it's closer to science than you think it is yeah. or than than you would you would assume and it does and it changes your whole it changes your view on life but it also changes like the things in front of you you know i don't know mm-hmm. it it just does yeah well the world is a uh, reflection of your perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if you just have a negative attitude towards i don't like the word attitude but negative perspective i guess mm-hmm. if you hold on to that then of course, everything's going to be negative in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. You won't be able to, and you won't, people are like, okay, well, if that's true, then like, why can't, you know, even when I try to do better or like, you know, I choose the better job or I choose to, you know, donate my money or whatever it is why doesn't it change? And it's like, well, nothing changes when your mindset stays the same. Right. It's that's like insanity. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different mm-hmm. results. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to change your, you have to change your mindset. You are required, like that's required for a peaceful, mm-hmm. happy life. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's the foundation. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause you can do all these generous things. But yeah. if you're doing it because you feel obligated to or because maybe you want to make a change, right? Yeah. But if you don't believe it, then nothing's going to change. Exactly. Yeah. It's just going to be you trying to throw money at something. Yeah. Man, it's been a wild ride. Even this past week. Yeah. So I got the I got the audiobook pretty much as soon as we finished recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And it just took me on a ride. It was so humbling at first because here I was and I've come a long way, don't get me wrong, like mm-hmm. I, listening back to our old season, I'm like I'm an entirely different person. Totally, I agree. Yeah. Um, I agree with too, yeah. Um but yeah, it was so humbling cuz I was like there's so much to work on still like so much mm-hmm. and it was overwhelming at first the the amount of what hit me was the amount of disapproval i have towards myself 
and the mm. the amount of approval I seek from other people oh. it just like blew my freaking mind yeah it hits you hard like this book kind of um it it goes into your attic uh-huh. and it takes out all the boxes you have put away for fucking ever and it opens them and then it just dumps them everywhere yeah you know, and it 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 kind of asks you to sort through it, and it feels very like it, like you said, it's very overwhelming at first. Yeah. Then you start to sort through it, and you're like, "Oh, look what's in here! Mm-hmm. <laughs> look what I found!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. She makes the analogy where it's it's like cleaning a really dirty pot. Yes. Yeah. At first, you you scrub the sides and it just gets messier. Like the dirty water, it's just gross. Yeah. It's messed up. But then once you keep going, it gets cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's been so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. How, how far along are you in it? Um, chapter nine or something. I'm at prosperity or bot oh. or body. Oh, those are so, they're all so great. Are yeah. you doing it? Are you just reading? Are you doing the way she suggests where she's like, read it all the way through and then read it again and do the exercises the second round? Um, No, I'm kind of just, I'm kind of powering through it and doing mm-hmm. what uh, resonates with me for now. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then, yeah, maybe I'll go back and do it. But I've picked up some the affirmations that work best for me and mm. and when to do them it's it's helped me recognize my negative thoughts mm-hmm. and then i can just replace them with the the better version the positive yeah. version that changes that'll change my pattern of thinking right yeah for sure right that's a big one for me is I release the pattern of thought that is responsible for this condition. Yes. Yeah. Gotta. That's a big one. I think what's interesting is like even even people that feel relatively comfortable with themselves or like, you know, they think that they're super loving towards themselves if they pick up this book you then realize that you are not actually as nice to yourself as you need to be Mm -hmm. yeah you need to be so nice to yourself (laughs) i know and it's so it's it's like kind of you're like really yeah exactly (laughs) when i first i did like i i read the first time through and then the second time i read it i did every single exercise and I spent like at least a week on every single chapter doing the affirmations and stuff in it mm-hmm. and at first I was just like okay like why you know I did I, I'm like okay I get it. I need to be nice to myself and I'm like but this like so nice like this nice yeah um and then I saw after a while that it being that nice to myself made me more pleasant to be around for other people. And I was so, 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 so nice and understanding to the people around me because I had given myself the same grace. Yeah. And it, it changed everything. You know, my, my friends at that time were just flocking to me for comfort and love and, and not just, 
for those things, but just to have fun because they knew that I could handle it because I was taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. That's it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that too. I've, I've my social anxiety is decreased drastically. Nice. I just feel more comfortable being myself around other people. I'm not judging myself. Mm-hmm. Although I still catch myself being judged or not being judged, but yeah, judging myself and thinking, oh no, they might be judging me. Uh-huh. Um, but it just, it's still way easier just to be myself. The one that got me was um, I approve of myself. Oh. And she's like, repeat this 400 times a day for a month. Yeah. Have you started? Are you- <laughs> yeah. I've been doing it. For the first few days, I probably hit 400. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of slowed down a little bit. But it's made a big difference. And also, I love myself. I'm like, I have to say that 400 times a day. I know. And it feels so weird. Yeah. At first, you know, and and I think I love her approach. She's like, you know, even if you don't believe it yet, just keep saying it. Like, yeah. And and the mirror work. I don't know if you've come across that, but like looking at yourself in the eyes and saying, "I love you." Yeah. I care for you. Yeah. Damn. There's some times when I've literally just I've been saying affirmations in the mirror, and I just I'm sobbing. Really? Like, oh yeah. Like I'm crying. I'm like, oh my god. Like. Because I feel, I don't be well. Both at first, probably because of pain. Because I realized, as I'm saying, you know, I love you. I I love you so much. You deserve all the good in the world. I'm saying all these really kind things and thinking, I don't know if I'm deserving of this, or thinking, how could I have been so mean to myself to not think like this? And um, it just it brings up so so many feelings when you're doing it so yeah I've, I've definitely had my fair share of mirror meltdowns yeah and then later on been like you know I remember looking at myself in the mirror and making eye contact with myself and being like I love you mm-hmm. and then thinking holy shit now it's true mm-hmm. and that's like it's wild it's wild yeah it kind of is, just last night I was looking in the mirror doing this Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't recognize myself. Oh, I don't know if it just gave me this. What's it called? Outer, outer body experience. Yeah. Because you're saying I love you. Mm-hmm. And it's like you in the mirror there, you. Mm-hmm. But that's me. But, but I love you. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was so weird. I didn't recognize myself. Oh, wild. Like, yeah. it, do you feel like it was a good thing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was quite uh, invigorating. I was laughing. Oh, interesting. It was so funny. <laughs> it was the weirdest feeling. Yeah. It, but, yeah, it's not the first time it's happened to me either, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun, though. It's yeah, it just it just changes everything. I don't know, you find kind of comfort in it too, like finding 
all the affirmations that are available to you or all the new ideas that you can have you know like if you feel anxious you're like okay what's the thought what do I change what is and not in a way that it spiritually bypasses it where it's like just forget about that but in a way that it's like you know I recognize that I feel like this and Mm -hmm. this is the part of me that needs healing or needs love Mm -hmm. and and that's like the coolest part for me yeah I think that's a big good point there Mm -hmm. because normally when we have these bad thoughts we just try and put them in a box in the attic right Mm -hmm. but it, it stays there and that's what uh a lot of psychology is and lots of neuroses and neurotic symptoms come from these boxes in the attic that are bubbling up and when you're triggered by something is where a lot of uh you know serious mental illness comes from mm-hmm. it's yeah. not not uh dealing with the negative shit absolutely i mean you can only imagine like when you put a lid on boy a boiling pot like the steam and the bubbles come through eventually mm-hmm. right so you yeah. only imagine what that does to a brain right yeah just when you unpack all that stuff it's so liberating mm-hmm. and it's uh you just feel healthier yeah like feel lighter feel better yeah yeah it's so great i ha- actually had a question about it about sure. all of it um because to what extent because some of it is like uh met like the whole manifestation idea mm-hmm. it's like to what extent you say oh i'm uh i'm rich you know when you're clearly not rich yeah do you just say it anyways absolutely yeah if you want it to be true, then you just say it. And like, I think when people manifest, uh, they, they okay, they're manifesting yeah. and can we, uh, yeah, can we <laughs> break it down? Break it down. So when you're saying affirmations, uh, it's kind of a different thing. When you're manifesting, you're trying to directly. Okay, they're kind of the same, but different. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, when you manifest something, you see a particular item. You, like, know that you want it. You mm-hmm. say the affirmation to get it. And in the same way, affirmations, you know, you you want to feel peace or you want to feel good or you want that new or you want that car. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Even if you don't have it, I think that it's important to say that you have it. Mm-hmm. But people tend to do this thing when they're manifesting where they obsessively manifest it. Right. Like, uh, for example, people who are like, okay, I, I want more money or like, I want a car. Mm-hmm. They're like, I want a car, 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 I want a car. Want a car. Right. And that's all they think about and they obsess about it. They're doing like 40 spells a day trying to get one. Um, they spells. like, Yeah, like, you know, like which spells they're like doing. Um, <laughs> seriously. And they're doing okay. like all these uh, actions to get it, right? Mm-hmm. They, 
But part of manifesting is letting go of how it comes and when it comes. Right. And, and that's the same thing with um, affirmations. Like you have to let go of your self-will, yourself, like what you think is the right way for this car to come about. Right. Because chances are it's not going to be the way you think it is. Mm. You, you know, you might reach your dream job by like going on vacation and meeting the right person or you might meet it it might get that dream job by taking out someone's trash mm-hmm. you know like you just right you never know you never know how and and it's you have to let go of the how and the specifics too sometimes like right okay you know you have to let go of of all those really nitty nitpicky kind of things and just allow the universe to go to work right so if you're focused on something that's fine give it your focus give it your attention but for material things like that you have to let go of how they come because they're never going to come in the way you want it to right or the way you think it should yeah i see does that help yeah yeah it does because at first that's kind of how it felt i felt like kind of like a crazy obsessive person like I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, this is, I feel kind of crazy. Yeah, I think. And well, and there's a kind of a difference with the affirmations between when you're healing your body and your mind and when you're trying to get a material object, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's not, it, and I don't think it's crazy for you to obsessively say you love yourself because yeah. you probably spend your whole freaking life thinking a lot of other things about yourself that were yeah true right you know manifesting the ultimate love for yourself you don't know how that's going to come about and you probably don't have any ideas about it it's not the same as like okay step one i'm going to say i have a ferrari like six thousand times step two i will walk on to um you know a ferrari car lot yeah and they'll just give me the car for free because i'm awesome (laughs) yeah right right that's the the how is always what you're letting go of right okay I like that that's much better it probably feels a lot better that you're not like insanely just saying things that aren't true yet yeah exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) for sure (laughs) well and it does feel kind of like especially if it's a really distant thought like you know i love my body for some people it's going to be like hell yeah i do i got a fine ass uh-huh. and then for some people it's going to be like uh well that was a lie right right and they just, you just have to keep saying it until you see it until you believe it right until you feel that love for yourself right okay Okay. Yeah, I'm just reflecting now on all the things <laughs> today even that I didn't love about myself or approve mm-hmm. and how it made me feel. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> it's not it's it's not good. And no. when you can feel the difference, that's when you know that things are working. Yeah. Right. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna keep going on the book anyways and Maybe I'll have to take it for a second spin 
Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I've had this book for years and I come back to it all the time. Like I've reread this book a few times. Yeah. I'm I'm like I think I'm doing another round of it right now. I'm stuck in this one part and I'm just really trying to like do it. Yeah. Um but I've seen the kind of magical things that it has done for me. Like I told you last episode about my allergies. Right. You know, like what the hell? Yeah. I thought that I was never going to be able to leave my house again without a hazmat suit. Mhm. Uh-huh. Um, and all the other things that it's brought to me, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I feel like it's a life work. Yeah. You have to do it forever, because there's always these external pressures, and and you're changing constantly. Oh, yeah. So, there's going to be new things you have to love about yourself, and old, and new patterns of thought that you've developed that need to be let go, and... Mm-hmm. exchanged for different ones yeah and more things sure. to manifest oh absolutely yeah you know yeah yeah the, i always was got stuck with the manifestation thing i was always kind of like ah, that shit's stupid doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> i manifested the house i'm living in yeah yeah it was two weeks until Joe and I had to move to Vancouver and we still hadn't even had a viewing that went well. Right. We had no house. We had no freaking anything. We just had our packed up house in Calgary Uh and we were on Craigslist. We were on all the rental sites and couldn't find anything. And we were like, Oh my God, we're moving in literally like a week and a half. Yeah. So, we did this like manifestation ritual to bring a house to us. And we put all of our requirements, non-negotiables into a jar. We found like a bunch of magnetic energetic things like crystals and stuff and put it in the jar. And sure enough, we have, we are living in the house. We found this house last minute, but it has absolutely everything that we asked for. Really? absolutely everything nice yeah so it does sound crazy and it it, you know i kind of felt the same at first i was like okay like yeah i don't know about that exactly can't get everything (laughs) yeah like almost too good to manifest like i'm too good for but then i like you know the more i started practiced manifesting things the more they came to me um and I've done it with like parking spots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's, nice. you know, not just, yeah, no, I, I've read tons of books and, and I think being a healer and a really someone that works with this stuff all often, like I had at first I wasn't, I'm not, you know, I'm not perfect. Uh-huh. And at first I had no shit and idea what I was doing. Yeah. So I had to practice and I practiced with finding parking spots. Right. You know, I'm like, there will be, yeah, like in five minutes, there will be a parking spot close to the door and it'll be free for me. Uh, Yeah. And there it is, you know? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So I don't know, learning to trust your intuition, to manifest and to, to like really get to know the, the other parts of being a human is really, it's quite, it's quite cool. Yeah. 
I mean, people are always going to make the argument, though, that it's just coincidence, right? Sure, but... I, I mean, mean, it depends what you believe in. I mean, go for it, yeah. you know? Uh, you know, it's a crazy one that I always am uh, amazed by is Drake, you know, Drizzy, Drizzy Drake. Yes, Drizzy. Have you, do you know this guy? His name's Drake. Oh, what? Have you, have you heard of him? He's pretty good. He's like a rapper or something. What? Wait. <laughs> yeah. I thought Drake was that guy from that one show. Uh, Harry Potter? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, different guy. <laughs> was he on, I think he was on the Cows Go Moo or something. Oh, Degrassi. Oh, that's... right, right. Yeah, that's the guy. Oh, that's the guy. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um. He always talks about how he had a, a laptop and the screensaver was this house that he really liked in L.A. Oh, yeah. And then when the market crashed, the house went on sale for a ridiculous price. No And he, he bought it, yeah. So now he lives in that house that was on his computer background as a kid. That's amazing. Right? I love that. That's the best that's a great manifestation story. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> it just goes to show, you know, like what you put in your mind, what you put in your face, uh-huh. uh, it all matters. You know, if you surround yourself with things that are not positive, things that suck, things that like make you feel like crap, you're going to manifest more of it yeah. indefinitely. Yeah. And once you make the choice um, to upgrade and to like, you know, I want to keep good people around me. This is what I want. I'm going to stare at this laptop screensaver for years until I get this home, mm-hmm. you know? And then that's when you get rewarded with those things because you've brought it to life. Yeah. There's something else I was going to say. Damn it. Sorry. Was it about Drake? No, it's not your fault. I was... Whatever. Must have must not mattered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bugger. Oh. Oh, bugger. That's my new curse word. Bugger. Oh, bugger. Bugger. Bullocks. Yeah. Dang, I can't remember it. I'm so sorry. I feel like I... No, no. It was, it, like, it happened as you were saying something. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. Yeah. It's going to bother me. No, it's okay. I'm just, uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, yeah, working on it. I'm working on it. I'm trying to manifest this. And I, you know, I, I've been a dreamer, you know, like mm-hmm. I've been a dreamer. Mm-hmm. And I've always like pictured myself living the life I've always wanted. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting there. And and I've never had any doubts about it, too, which is wild. I love that. I'm like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's how it's going to be. I mean, okay. I mean, I've had doubts. Yes. You know, (laughs) everyone has their doubts. But it doesn't seem like a question. Mm. And it's always been that way. I feel I well that's cool. I'm glad that you said that actually. Mm-hmm. I thought I was crazy. Yeah. How, yeah. How so? 
Well, I feel the same way. Like, I have this idea of, like, I know what my life is going to be like in the future. I know what I want. Mm -hmm. And I am very deterrent. And obviously, like, so much doubt. Like, life happens to you. And you're like, okay, how the hell am I going to get to there Mm -hmm. from here? Mm -hmm. Um, But I have a very, like, I know exactly the way that I'm. I want to feel like the the things I want to be around you know things like that so it's it's cool to hear you say the same thing that like you know you've kept that vision too yeah I mean it's changed for sure of course because I used to want to be a rapper right <laughs> yeah <laughs> different now it's a little different now but I still <laughs> like music and I still want to make music but yeah, no, it changes. It doesn't mean the lifestyle has to change, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, maybe it does. <laughs> well, like the, the feeling of a lifestyle. Right, though. yeah, that's it. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to live that rapper lifestyle, and then I grew up, and I was like, that's not good. That's not for me anymore. Yeah. But just the feeling of, you know, being successful right mm-hmm. yes. and that has a huge a broad definition for everybody but the feeling mm-hmm. everyone knows that feeling that they want to be successful and then when they are successful you can feel it yeah you'll know it, that you've like had an accomplishment or yeah an yeah yeah so it's that i that idea and that lifestyle and being comfortable mm-hmm. um financially and spiritually um yeah and letting go of also the things that you might not really need Mm. like i used to think oh i want this huge mansion in in uh, miami or fucking wherever in la (laughs) yeah and then i grew up i was like do i really want to live there in like a house that's too big and like Mm -hmm. sometimes more shit is a burden yeah yeah material stuff so, although I still want to have some luxurious items. Um, obviously. Obviously. We're made to enjoy the earth, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the idea in the book, the Louise Hay book, about uh, there's enough for everybody. Yeah. Right? Because it feels, sometimes it feels so competitive and it's like, well, if everyone's manifesting this, like, not everyone can get it. Yeah. But there is enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... that is a huge, if we could all adopt that mentality, psh, we'd be golden. I I know. Isn't it? Like, it's just like, it's so simple. Yeah. Like, the words, the thought of it is, like, so simple, but it's not easy because not everyone will implement that, right? Like, be able to. But it's true. If everyone just, like, decided that it wasn't a competition and, in fact, we're actually, like, all on the same team, Mm -hmm. like, there wouldn't be so much fear. There would be, like, yeah, man, like get it you know or just we'd be so much more supportive of each other like Mm -hmm. yeah you just bought that awesome like quadrillion dollar house and i'm so happy for you yeah i'm still living 
in a small shack, but I'm so happy for you, you know, and genuinely being able to say those things. Yeah. Right. That's a huge one. And that's, yeah. that's tough. Like, cause it goes so deep. Yes. And I found myself recently catching myself and being like, Oh no, why would I be jealous? Or why, why would I think that there's enough for everybody? Exactly. Yeah. It's hard though. Like yeah, so we're hard. not taught we're not taught that everything is gonna be equal or that there's enough for everyone because right? our humanness just gets in the way of it all. Yeah, we're actually taught the exact opposite almost. Yeah. Right? We're we're taught like only like two people in the world will be able to have what you want, so don't even bother. Yeah. And we're taught like, oh, you know, you have to get out there, you have to work hard and Yeah. You have to be the best compete really hard and you might get a fraction of what you want yeah in life. yeah such crap right fuck that that's such bs <laughs> yeah how uh, terrible like that's what we're giving our children that's what we're feeding our minds that's yeah. what we're feeding our kids like i don't want my kids to grow up thinking that they can't have a mansion if they want one yeah <laughs> you know? not even just a mansion but like a living it's like you're taught that yes. you have to fight just to live. I know every day, like it's yeah. gonna be hard. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, life can be difficult. Totally, but it doesn't have. I mean, it depends how you um, process it, and mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't have to. It does not have to be hard. I mean, obviously, you can't control what other people are doing with their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes other people's beliefs kind of like influence. Impact. Yeah, yeah, they influence and they impact us, right? Because the people that are able to give other people a helping hand, sometimes they have more in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and or in like the way that we see it now. But I mean. If everyone shifts their perspective or does the healing work, you know, it's it's kind of like, it's a game changer. It's a total game changer. Yeah. It's it's just totally built into our culture. Yeah. We're taught to work really hard to burn ourselves out and to not enjoy or relax yeah. because that means we're lazy. Right. Ugh. I hate that. I know. Isn't that gross? It's like. Yeah. Don't be lazy. Don't be so lazy. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? You're not doing anything on your day off? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not. It's my day off. That's yeah. what it's called. Day off. Yeah. Even even friggin' God took a day off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, if anything, take it up with whatever kind of higher power you have. Yeah. Chances are they're resting too. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like Sundays. I I don't do anything on Sundays now. It's great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, I try not to do... I try to do a lot less on the weekends. Yeah. Like, I try to be really intentional. And I've built a very intentional way of living, mm-hmm. which is cool. But it's freaking hard with with the outside world, right? Like, yeah. I can't just say, sorry, this doesn't go with my mood today. Yeah. No, I I, uh, I kind of res- 
I had some Mormon friends growing up and I always admired how they didn't do anything on Sundays, like literally nothing. Yeah, they chill. Yeah. And it was, and you just knew it's like, oh yeah, they can't hang out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, Jews do the same thing, but it's Saturday. Okay. Different day. Yeah. They take, same they only have a, they do uh Friday night and then Saturday until sundown and then back to work on Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I mean, it's all just days. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You can actually, it turns out, you can just do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) I breaking news, everyone. You actually have total, like, freedom. Yeah. As long as it's... I mean, no, not, I mean, don't do bad seemingly bad things yeah. i guess you know don't don't go as long as you're uh, facing yourself and your life and you're honest with yourself mm-hmm. and with life yeah and choosing your actions like based on a really good place like based on love like not not doing fear-based actions mm. that's kind of yes that's not gonna work either yes that's it there Love-based actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. That's really good. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. I yeah, me I too. I love talking about affirmations. It's so weird and wild and cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep going on it. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Do some manifestation. My Yeah, I've been working on that for my book. Oh, Ooh, sweet. I'm so excited. I know. That's, I know you, I'm just. I can't tell about my. In my voice, but I am. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. I think it's been such a nice birthing process for you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Ugh, well, another hour has gone by. And here we are. Yeah. Freaking killing it. I feel really like, good about this season. Me too. I feel like this season is going to be very, like, impactful and mm-hmm. full of growth. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, I was, because looking back at the first season, which was two years ago, actually. Oh my God. Right? Wild. And I'm like, man, I wonder, looking back at this season, I'm going to be like, a totally new person again. Yeah, I feel like that too. I'm like, wow, we have records of exactly where we were in our journey. Yeah, that's dope. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a freaking time capsule. Oh, Ugh. That's, that makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, well, should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it all up. Well, as usual, thanks everybody for listening. We love you. Yes. And have a splendid summer. Mm -hmm. And think good thoughts about yourself. You can. Another quick takeaway, just to finish on, is that you can't stop your thinking process, but you can control what you think. (laughs) 
And you do have to catch yourself when you're doing the bad thoughts, but you can stop them and replace them with good thoughts. Yeah, just a little bit of focus and attention. Yeah, and opposed to common belief where it's like, oh, I'm so scared of my thoughts. You know, don't have to be. You can control them. And if you have troubles controlling them, say it. Say it out loud. The opposite, like the good stuff. Yeah. Because it's interrupt your train. Yeah, with actual words coming mm-hmm. out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it, and you know if you if it's hard, that's okay. Just yeah, honor where you are in the process too. You know, it's all right. It's all good. Mm-hmm. You showed up for yourself, and that's what matters. Exactly. Preach. Swag. Alright. Peace out, Sun Squad. Peace out, Sun Squad. (laughs) God, I can't sing.